To uh, the second episode of Chronically Fully Sick. We would like to um, acknowledge that we are recording today on the stolen lands of the Aora and Kulin Nations. Sovereignty was never ceded, and this was and always will be Aboriginal land. This is our second episode. Yeah. We didn't get cancelled. We didn't <laughs> burst into flames. There are people <laughs> actually listening to this. Chloe. Yeah. I think the, the weirdest part for me is that, like, when we were doing, when we were recording the first F, we were like, ha ha, we're just like scream laughing into the void. And now Acast says that there's people listening and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh, and guess what? Some of them are in America and the UK. Yeah. How did that happen? I have no idea. When analytics show you all the different countries and I'm just like, okay, who's listening from Japan? Shout out to whoever's listening from Japan. Like that's, that's amazing. Konbanwa, it's evening here. Yeah, konbanwa. We will, Uh, you know, gambate. uh, That means we will do our best. Well, look, I only know how to say I have large and expensive hair, neither of which is true. (laughs) In Japanese? Why? Why do you know that? I don't know. Kami no kega takai desu. Wow, that's great. I, I feel like all the things that I know are weird little things that I've just learned from watching too much Terrace House. I don't know what that is. Is that a, Ter- is that a show with drag queens in it? No, Terrace House is like the <laughs> Japanese version of, <laughs> I wish it did. Uh, ja- Terrace House is like the Japanese version of Big Brother, but because it's Japanese rather than there being someone called hot dogs and people being turkey slapped and disgusting things oh. happening like in Australia. In Japan, everyone's just very polite and goes to work every day. It's like the most mundane version of Big Brother, but you just become obsessed with it. It's amazing. Highly recommend. Mm. I literally went to Odaiba where they film it to try to find the hosts of this show to see if they would adopt me because I love them that much. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I, know I could go them. in onsen right now, I can tell you. Oh, God. I, if I could live <sighs> in an onsen, I would. I would give up everything. Oh. I went once with my friend and we just laughed at each other's pubes for ages. <laughs> that sounds very you. <laughs> it was really cute. And then the water was too hot because I'm a little baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little baby. <laughs> yeah. Getting back to the overseas listeners that we are shocked that we actually have. To be honest, I'm surprised that they can actually understand what we're saying because I listened back to that first episode and I I can't understand what I'm saying. Thank you for sticking around if you have. Oh, we love you. Yes, mini kiss. We're married now because you're listening to this. We're married. Yeah. (laughs) You have entered into a contract that you cannot get out of. I am actually devastated this week. Mm. Devastated, crying, upset. I went to go try and book my doctor who, oh, my God, sent by, sent by the angel Gabriel himself. Yeah. Amazing person, just like super unbothered by anything that I have to say. Yeah. Um, How long have you been seeing them for? 
only about two years. Mm. Not that's not still a fairly long. long relationship for a lot of like well, able-bodied people don't understand that a like a long-term relationship with a doctor in the same way that we no, do, I don't think. No, no. And I kind of met her because she was the one at the practice that put in um uh IUDs. Um, oh, okay. And so my first time meeting her was with her entire hand up my vagina. So yeah. that was cool. Like the um, marina thing? Um, is that what they're called? Is it marina? Or the copper one? Something oh, no, like yes, that. Oh, yes, it was marina. It wasn't the yeah. copper one. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Uh, uh, we, we should make that our theme song. Over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> over and over again. Should we I do a disclaimer? A yeah. yeah. We're yeah. not doctors and please don't sue us. Bye. Um, bye. This is, not, it, this is not medical advice. Please, yeah. please, please. It's just my opinion. But um, so I tried to book an appointment with my girl and she, mm. and this came up on the website and it says, sadly redacted has left us to move interstate with her family. In the short term, she is still offering private telehealth appointments bookable online all of us at Redacted Clinic wish her well and thank her for being part of the team no. over the last few years. Oh. And I got this statement and I was just devastated. Absolutely. Because as you know, getting a GP that actually understands chronic illness and is willing to explore options with you, willing to like be non-judgmental about the medication that you maybe want to try or think that you need. Totally. Um, and willing to go along the journey with you, like and hold your hand through it is so rare. It's yeah, so rarer rare. than hen's teeth. Absolutely. Mm, mm. And I don't know if it says much about the attitude of the profession in, in general or, you know, how busy GPs are in this country, but it's such a rare thing to, to find. Totally. And I don't know what to do now. I'm kind of at a loss. Oh, like, I'm so sorry. That is I'm the worst. Sad. Oh, God. It's no like one. Getting... Drink your wine. Drink your wine. No, I don't think I need to have any more. I can barely speak. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I honestly don't know what to do now. It's like getting dumped by text. Absolutely. Especially just, yeah, it's not even like you spoke to her and she told no. you. It's like an an automated email that's like, sorry, I'm gone. Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe. That sucks. I know. And I could make an, a telehealth appointment to just call her up and cry. cry. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I would. I'd just be like, I just need to take 15 minutes of your time to say, I'm I just fuck you for leaving. I think but the, but so... the, the best thing about community, like, you know, the group that we run and the just community with our chronic illness and like invisible disability stuff is that our community is so strong and chances are there will be someone that can recommend their GP to you to try totally, and it's totally. not like that's going to be a definite but it's more likely that if they deal with someone else with chronic illness that they're mm. more receptive to it so mm-hmm. putting yeah, a call out just I guess like keeping a track on stuff that I've suggested and that we're experimenting on yeah. like I'm taking baclofen at the moment which is a drug for uh, MS I'm pretty oh, sure okay yep and that's worked to some extent, but the potential side effects aren't kind of worth what it's doing. Like it's For not sure. really curing me or like yeah. hugely improving my quality of life. So I'm kind of easing off at the moment. And she's sort of been monitoring that 
and I kind of tell her about the semi-dodgy things I do to like manage my pain. Totally. And she doesn't judge yeah. me and she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. All she says is so long as you tell me what you're doing, how much of it you're having so I can keep an eye on you, I don't care. Yeah. And, and then we can monitor you and suggest other things that might work in a similar fashion. Oh, yeah, totally. The things that I've told my doctor, I would not tell my own mother. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Yeah. And my doctor's just like, oh, yep, fair enough. Like, you know, I'd probably be doing the same in your position. So whereas my mum would be like, you stop that. <coughs> you stop it now. I oh, know. Oh, our poor mothers. Yeah. Oh, my God. I oh, know. Bless their hearts. But Sorry, mum. Like, Love you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I talked about gargling my own piss. You've been thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> I know. The things I've put my mother through over the years. Ooh, uh, an angel sent from heaven, Susie Sarge. I'm saluting her right now. Yeah, as am I. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, finding a good doctor that is non judgmental and is open to and makes you feel like you are doing this together, I think is a big thing. Yes. Like when they're just yes. kind of like, okay, this is what we're going to do. The power Mm -hmm. of saying us and we and that kind of stuff in that situation is so powerful. They know that so many of us have been treated like absolute shit by doctors. So Mm -hmm. making us feel Mm -hmm. like this is a journey that we're going on together and actually doing it, holy crap. It The impact of that is just so huge. And I wish more Mm -hmm. doctors realized that because when they do it, it's just unbelievable how much of a difference it makes. I know. And I'm like, hey, uh, you know that Myrena you put in, I just, I kind of pulled it out. <laughs> oh <my> God, what? <laughs> ah, I've never had one. So it freaked like that. Oh my God. That freaks me out. The only yeah, thing I've had is that implant. me out too. Oh Did no. You? I know. Oh my God. I had a friend that mm. like it sent her berserk and she cut Mate. her arm open and pulled it out. I was that I was close to doing that, but I'm a big scaredy cat. But that thing turned me into the actual devil. The shit that I did when I had that implant on in my arm, I was just a genuinely horrible person. Actual mm-hmm. Satan. Real bad. Bad stuff. I'm sorry to anyone well, that met me in that time. <laughs> just honestly. Well, a lot of the birth control and that kind of stuff, again, like we were talking about in the first episode, birth control pills were actually tested on men first totally and then the side effects were deemed to be too full-on so they were like ah let's just give it to the women give it to the women they deal with it all anyway it's fine it's fine that'll be just fine it's not like they have any children to raise or anything please don't pull out your iud Oh my like, god! I, I just cannot get over that, Joe. <laughs> that is just so much. I just, oh my god! I'm crossing okay. my legs so hard right now. My I vagina know, has just physically it. closed up. I didn't mean to do it. So obviously, healthcare costs a lot more in the US, and I'd read yeah. that in some Planned Parenthood, this kind of thing, in some reproductive healthcare um, clinics, they would leave these strings on it a bit longer and you're supposed to check those to make sure it's still in place so that the the person with it could remove it without having to make another appointment because uh, it was so expensive yes right um, that's horrific to me mm-hmm. but understandable yeah so america like, be fucked yeah, sorry americans i know 
why would you not vote for Bernie Sanders wanting to give you all <laughs> just, healthcare, you fucking idiots? Yeah, just like this. Yeah, just don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just I don't. I, I don't we don't. We don't understand it because, like, I think yeah. when people get offered. Um, employment, the healthcare benefits are a big part of that. And I think it's a totally we just don't understand. But also, fuck it. That is this, yeah, wildest, most bananas thing I have yeah. ever heard. Yeah. Americans, if you're listening to this, poor and you're tired, like fucking yeah. as if you can't write that on that fucking statue and not give everyone free healthcare. Yeah. Suck me like, off. Suck me off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Americans, if you're listening to this, Medicare is one of the best things in the universe and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. vote for anyone that and, will give you Medicare. <laughs> yeah, and the English the best. listeners, which we have a couple I saw, the yeah. NHS is great as well. And yeah. everyone wants to applaud the NHS nurses throughout this pandemic or whatever. Funding is constantly being ripped away from this stuff with conservative governments. Totally. Um, the Tories yeah, be like, fucked. I know. Here, our liberal government, and that's with a big L, not a little L. And they're the opposite of liberal. Yeah, exactly. They have been chipping away at this for years and years and years and years. And it's fucked. Mm -hmm. We should do a whole episode about funding stuff for yeah totally healthcare in general and also funding stuff for chronic illness because it is so it sounds really boring i know but it is actually so fascinating what Mm. they're giving money to and what they're not it is Mm -hmm. quite amazing like um and when they announce when they when they announce something and go we're giving you know i forget what the million dollar amount was for endometriosis funding and it's actually Mm. fuck all yeah, like, comparatively, the so like, will do nothing. Yeah, but we spend a hundred times that on defense. So that's truly wild. So we'll, I think we'll, we'll add that to the list and do a whole episode about funding stuff because it is like, and uh, yeah, if it's, if that's not interesting to you, then we'll end the episode with something super funny and ridiculous. But it is, I trust me, it is super wild and fascinating. I'll, I'll have a, I don't know, let's say a couple of tequilas and get an absolute fucking tear about it. Yeah. And then at the end, may- maybe we can talk about all the times we shit ourselves or fainted. Yeah, that sounds great. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I've got, a, I've got a cracker story. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've got a couple of cracker stories. <laughs> do you, do you, you want to go into this now? Or do you want to <laughs> no, no, we can, well, let's, let's keep that as the, uh, the treat for the end of the, uh, the funding episode. Ooh, <laughs> treat when we poo-pooed ourselves (laughs) oh yeah there's going to be some truly wild gut stuff on this podcast so be prepared people i spoke to one of the guests that we've booked lined up yes and she was like oh i get to talk about my vagina and (laughs) poo-poos yes i'm so excited i know um yeah this guest is going to be amazing so yes we Cannot wait to speak to her about wee wees and poo poos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just be prepared. There's going to be some gut stuff on this pod. But Back I'm really sorry. Doctors. Yeah, I'm really sorry about your GP. That sucks. That sucks so much. I know. I know. Just to end the story about that, Marina. Oh. <laughs> 
keep trying to steer you away from this subject and you keep going back to it. No, I'm joking. Please, please tell me the end. I'll just cross I my know, legs again. I was at work and I was like, okay. Did so it not work? I don't, I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, okay, it was yeah. making me crazy. I felt real bloated. And yeah. I, just, I did not care for it. I didn't yeah. care for it. And I could feel the strings. I was like, oh, what if I just gave this a little bit of a tug? I wonder if it moves around or something. And I gave it like a tiny tug and it just collapsed like an umbrella and slid <laughs> oh, out. Oh my yeah. God. It, I see. I don't, I actually know very little about IUDs because it, um, it's always scared me. I think it's, ne- it's not yes, something it I've should. ever looked into. Don't so do don't. this. No, no <laughs> one should ever do this. And that Again, we are not medical experts and everything we say should be taken with not just a grain of salt, but just like an entire Oxo table salt thing. Just do not listen to anything we say just because we're with a Himalayan salt lamp. Just crush it. <laughs> but it had all this like slime on it, obviously. And like, yes, I bet it did. It's been up then- your cooch. <laughs> I went to my... I was like to my coworker, and I'm I'm so sorry <laughs> to her. Um, I was like a oh warning to anyone that's going to hire <laughs> Joe. She is going to talk about her, Marina. Yeah, I also eat tuna at my desk, so oh uh, well, that's bad enough. Thank <laughs> you. you just put fish in the microwave or something. You absolute <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I would, I would, because I I Fuck hate you. capitalism, and this is my. <laughs> This is my this fuck is you. This is my fight <laughs> <laughs> You are a menace. You're a menace. Oh, my God. Anyway, okay. I had it in a little tissue, like a yeah. little, little little, little pet. And I was like, look, look at what I just did. And <laughs> I showed her and she was like, what the fuck is that? Oh, my I God. I would have fired you. I would have straight up <laughs> fired you. <laughs> Is this why you're unemployed? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Maybe it was all the like um, the uh, the the union whispering that I started doing around the workplace. <laughs> sure, or yeah. the napping yeah. in the uh, the napping in your little fort. <laughs> Don't tell anyone about my fort. It's COVID. It wasn't my napping. Uh, I know. I know. Or your slimy vagina. (laughs) Just removing your IUD at your desk or something. I don't know. No, I had one (laughs) foot up on the basin in the disabled toilets, just giving it a yank. Oh, you're a menace. You're just (laughs) such a menace. Your doctor's like, oh, for fuck's sake, what have you done now? Oh, God. Oh, God. My doctor and my psychologist are like, can you just never come here again? <laughs> just please oh my stop. god, that's this is why she's left. Yes. This is why she's left. <laughs> you, oh you've oh driven god, her from again. the state during a pandemic. That's what you've like done. Like every man in my life, I've driven them away. <laughs> All right, Carrie Bradshaw, calm down. No, I'm more of a um uh what's the redhead one that's like smart? Miranda. Okay. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So before this, I had a doctor that had his skin 
was peeling off his face. I think he had really bad psoriasis. Mm. And I went in there because I had itchy little hives all over me. Oh. And he was like, I don't even know what that is. Get out of here. Like maybe here's some steroid cream, whatever. But it turned out to be bed bugs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is this episode just about how disgusting you are? Um, <laughs> you're not allowed to drink wine before a podcast ever again. I'm banning you. <laughs> and then I had this other doctor as well in, in Melbourne who I see sometimes. Yeah. And my friend also went to see him and he didn't notice that she was pregnant. Oh, God. That will give you an idea. And Guys, doctors be wild. Some of the stories that we have ourselves, but also like the stories that I've heard in our group and just over the years of writing stories about, like Mm -hmm. basically every time I write a story about anything to do with chronic illness, my inbox on every single social media is flooded with especially young women who are going through this. And some of the stories that I've heard over the years from these, you know, 17 year old girls who have just been mm-hmm. awfully treated by the medical system and just doctors being absolute shit cunts to mm-hmm. them is bewildering yeah this sorry guy, sorry to interrupt i'm just oh, it makes me mad this guy takes my blood pressure every time to demonstrate that he's a real doctor oh yeah i he have a done, stethoscope he's, mm. he's about 70 and he does some spanish sexy dancing at me and like says flamenco um, yeah what what's a healthy um good looking young girl like you doing in my <laughs> surgery today oh so weird old flirting cool <laughs> yes and he's hit me with a well not hit me but pretended to sort of he sort of menaced at me with a spine from a medical oh that's um, normal that's before. very normal and cool yeah <laughs> and I cool and normal medical certificate he was like you're a malingerer and menaced me with a spine from a um anatomical model yeah wow that is i just everything that's coming out of your mouth this episode is literally blowing my mind (laughs) he menaced at me with a spine that's not a sentence anyone's (laughs) ever said that's not no i know and it's happened but i still look i still go back that's great that's great. Because he's I love being menaced. out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's, this person is, it sounds like he's a cartoon doctor. You've literally found the real life version of Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. That is oh, yeah. so wild. <laughs> Why do you so think I wild. keep going? Yeah, that's, yeah, fair enough. You just need fodder for your cartoon that you'll eventually make, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've had some, um, heard some pretty wild stories over the years, but I think my, my bad experiences in particular have been more like one, one, for example, when I was quite young and I went for mental illness reasons when I was having a really bad bout of depression and that kind of stuff. And, um, I was self-harming quite a little bit when I was, like, this mm-hmm. is when I was a teenager, I was self-harming Same. and he told me that I was just looking for attention. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so that was obviously great. And I never went back to him because what a shithead. And then other doctors have just, again, this is something that um, is brought up quite a lot in 
Gabrielle Jackson's book, Pain and Prejudice, it's the way that women are uh, mistreated by the medical system is that it's like a modern day hysteria because every single time a woman goes about pain or uh, mental health stuff or mm-hmm. it's women will so often be told that they're crazy or that they're being overdramatic or mm-hmm. they're making it up or God, there's so many, but everything in that sort of realm is what I've definitely gotten. That's why mm-hmm. it took me, you know, seven years to get diagnosed, even though I was regularly going to doctors in that time. Seven years for a diagnosis is wild. And it's, I'm not even the worst case. There are women that have been like this for decades and they're like, are you sure there's nothing wrong? It feels like there's something wrong. And, Mm. you know, doctors are like, no, no, everyone feels that way. You're just being overdramatic. It's unbelievable. The length of time it takes to get diagnosed with so many chronic illnesses is just bizarre to me. And I want to recognize there too, that this whole pattern of behavior from medical professionals is compounded to, if you're a person of color, specifically a a woman of color, totally who experienced this way more acutely. And that's something that we'll be exploring on this podcast as well. Yeah. It's, Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> ah, the industry is broken. <laughs> now, several people have messaged me mm-hmm. or got in touch on Twitter saying that when they search for the podcast, in the podcast app, yeah, another podcast comes up. Do you know what uh, podcast that is? <laughs> yeah, I do. People have sent it to me a bunch of times as well. They've. It is one of the most horrifying things that I think has ever happened to me. I'm so glad that it's not a photo of our faces, the image for the <laughs> podcast, and it was just our faces next to old mate Pete Evans. Yay. Yeah. One of the worst people <laughs> of the universe, just straight up. I'm going to say that his podcast is our nemesis podcast. Yeah, I think so. And I think we should just regularly check in on what Pete Evans is doing and just do like Pete Evans watch because it is, you know, in the first episode when you were sort of saying that like you just like to join some of these insane groups on Facebook Mm -hmm. as a neighborhood watch thing to see what the maniacs about town are doing. I think that's what we should do for Pete Evans. (laughs) We We should treat Pete Evans the way I do the facebook urine therapy group okay so um as as i said before we do have a number of listeners overseas Mm. so they won't know who we're talking about so he is uh i think he was a celebrity chef or something yeah he was on like like, master chef kind of one of those shows yeah and he lost his mind um he's kind of like i don't know some sort of wellness rumple stilt skin kind of yeah and he got in trouble recently because when coronavirus sort of first became a big thing he decided mm-hmm. to try to start selling these machines that were like it's called a biocharger a biocharger and he said uh-huh. that it would protect people against coronavirus and everyone was like well no <laughs> that's absolutely um, not true the machine costs 
Yeah, a fifteen thousand dollar biocharger. It's insane. That does um, nothing. And he got a twenty five thousand dollar fine from the Therapeutic Goods Administration over magical coronavirus eradication properties. He claimed about a biocharger device in a Facebook live stream promotion. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he does this all on Facebook Live and Instagram Live, and he is some of the stuff that he has suggested over the years is honestly just horrific. I am a full ACAB person and I truly believe he belongs in jail. Like it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Arrest him. He says the keto diet cures autism, asthma and cancer. Um, and he, oh, he got in trouble for saying that babe, like trying to feed babies bone broth or something. Yeah. That's right. Where he was like, that's the one thing babies need. And that's why everyone's getting sick when they're older. Cause we're not feeding them bone broth. Uh, nope. <laughs> This, you, you are going to kill a baby. That's what yeah. everyone did say. Uh, yeah. And he also said um, sunscreen is bad or something. Oh, yeah. Sunscreen causes <laughs> cancer or something. He said some absolutely awful, awful things over the years. And he's, yeah, he's straight up lost his mind. And mm. jail. Jail for Pete. Mm-hmm. Jail. 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 So that will be a part of a new section that we'll be doing called Quack watch, hold yes. his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't done that yet. We'll have a think. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we'll we'll check in on him occasionally. And I have a couple of other interesting, let's say, cures for chronic illness that we will Ooh. discuss. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love future. to hear them. Love to hear them. One of the things, because I saw Old Mate was trending on Twitter and I just checked out what he was up to because as you know I do like to keep an eye on local maniacs yeah. so Pete has moved to Byron Bay to build a healing lab oh, um, I did see this and he's building yeah, some which, massive cult like it's essentially going to be a cult or like a wellness themed yeah. cult yeah so he's got a lab and a compound or something I think he was I think he's collaborated with some American dude that thought part of the mountains there was so cool that he renamed it after himself um, oh. during this process. Great. Yeah. Love awesome. that. Love it when um, people do But this that. clinic has uh, an Arctic chamber and therapies to revive the body and mind. Mm, that sounds very interesting. An Arctic chamber. So there's a cryo. It, yeah. It's a cryotherapy booth, otherwise known as an Arctic chamber. And it involves the body being exposed to sub-zero temperatures for several minutes, supposedly reduces pain and improves mental wellness. What do you think about that? Um, I think that I've been pretty cold in times over my life. And you know what? I, I'm still fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretty bloody cold. And you know what? I'm cold all. now. I'm cold now. And it's just doing fuck all for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've yeah, seen I'd... people, people recommended me this dude looks like a viking and reckons that if you lie in a cold bath and meditate that you know fibro will be cured do you know what i'm talking about i do not but uh Mm. i feel like if i lie in a cold bath and meditate i will get pneumonia and die so Mm. Mm. no that's that's (laughs) can't be doing it no that's the danger zone now i reckon 
Do you know what you should do? Get hypothermia and die, and then you won't have fibro anymore because you'll be dead. Oh Yay. my god! That big asteroid that everyone says. Uh, there's always an asteroid every six months that NASA are like, "Oh, it's going to hit Earth. It's as big as the moon, and it never oh, comes." Yeah. And I'm always really sad. Well, it's supposed to come the day before the U.S. election, isn't it? That'd be brilliant. Please. please That'd be brilliant. Yeah. So I was just thinking this week too, because I had to buy a lot of medicine. Um, mm, so did I. And I'm poor it's now. It's really expensive being crook, isn't it? It is really, really expensive being crook. It mm. is. I came home from the chemist last week and I had this mm. massive bag full of stuff. And Angus is like, how much did that cost you? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I can't afford to eat. Can you please buy all my food? Like, that's just so bad. I, I try not to let it get to a stage where I need to replace everything at once now. Because if I replace mm-hmm. everything, all of my medications and supplements and everything that I need for my chronic illness mm-hmm. all at once, it basically means mm-hmm. that I clear out my entire paycheck. It is just so yeah. expensive being chronically ill. Are mm-hmm. you in same boat? Yeah. I mean, not just medication. I have to buy things to cheer myself up, obviously. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> I need to get through this life. So I'm definitely going to spend $300 on um, some makeup because I need it. <laughs> That's what I, I need a wig. <laughs> I need a wig? <laughs> you would look cute just uh, being the girl that with all the lace fronts. Just oh. the wig girl. Yeah. I tell you what, when this Wigs whole... are expensive. I know when this whole pandemic thing is over, I'm going to be the drunkest person in a bikini on roller skates in a fur coat ever. Yeah. I'm going absolutely nuts. I'm going to try absolutely everything. And then the next day I'm going to be in bed because I'll be flaring Mm. up because I tried everything, but you know, Mm. (laughs) I'll go wild for a day. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, there's things I digress. uh, I I joke. I joke, but uh, do I, but there's things, (laughs) There's things like, I, I don't know, I had to buy all new shoes because I can't walk in half of them anymore. Yeah. Things Leah. like that. My dental bills. Oh, dental we... stuff is awful. Why isn't it covered under Medicare? It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. Mm, I know. I know. I ground all the fillings out of my teeth and I've lost a tooth last year and I'm hoping to get a job so I can buy my dream rose gold tooth. <sighs> which my mum will love. But yeah, you know. that's right. You're going to get one gold tooth, aren't you? Like a mm-hmm. pirate. Correct. Correct. Oh, yeah. Love this for um, you. I know. I look really cute. I just figured out that I think I spend probably around $150 a week on medication. On being chronically ill? Yeah, same. Yeah. I reckon I'm yeah. without that as well. You know. It's one of those things that like trying to think about everything that I buy to manage my chronic illness. I can't think about it all in one go because there's just so much. The list is mm. so long, you know. Mm-hmm. Just take it from us if you are not a chronically ill person. Uh, it is bloody expensive being a spoonie mm. because bloody hell, it is just a lot of shit that we need. Yesterday, I just got my 25 kilogram Epsom salts delivery (laughs) that I buy in bulk I'm so sorry to Australia Post and my delivery person it's just so heavy and I can hear them I can hear them grunting I'm giving them 
a chronic illness by making them deliver this extremely heavy sack of salt to my home. That is so much as well. That is just know, such right? a big bag. I cannot believe <laughs> this, this poor bloke is like, I'm dying. I know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still at the stage where I get like five kilos and because I know that if it gets delivered and then I have to carry it up the stairs to my apartment, I'll die. I also need yeah, to get that- a more accessible apartment because the one flight of stairs is getting to the stage where it's starting to kill me a little bit. Lastly, I just kind of wanted to mention I'm in Melbourne at the moment and it's pretty fucking horrendous. Like coronavirus is raging through the suburbs here yeah so just for our overseas listeners to let you know that um uh in a lot of states in australia the coronavirus is uh, pretty well contained like uh, south australia for example um has mm-hmm. been closed up shop pretty early and they seem to be on pretty pretty decent on the how many people have the virus like the very low count but um melbourne is the place where outbreaks just keep happening and keep happening and there's been a huge loss of life and there's been like just unbelievable rates despite the fact that they're at what we were what we're referring to as stage four lockdown and so joe gets uh one hour of government mandated outside time correct yes and everyone has to wear a mask outside which is good but Mm -hmm. it's the depersonalization kind of aspect of it is it does something to you psychologically absolutely and it's pretty weird it's pretty weird yeah yeah it's it's very difficult to to sort of cope with day-to-day for most people and I know you're in Sydney but how do you think Australia's response and I guess the worldwide response to coronavirus has impacted people living with chronic illness um yeah, well, I, I actually wrote a piece that had a bit of a mixed response from people in the disability community um, mm-hmm. because I, I've found, weirdly enough, despite the fact that obviously coronavirus is awful, there's been loss of life, there's been, you know, huge rates in Melbourne and that kind of thing, but the access side of things has actually been beneficial to me because mm-hmm. I, like working from home full-time, for example, having more access to things online as opposed to having to go to physical events, which mm-hmm. oftentimes I can't do. I've actually found a massive improvement in my access to the world due to the coronavirus lockdown. Cause you know, able-bodied people weren't sort of doing all of this stuff beforehand. And then when the pandemic hit and they couldn't go outside, they moved everything to the internet and mm. that's made it hugely more accessible to me. However, like things like, you know, medical staff and that kind of thing has obviously not improved. It's um, gotten worse. But I think I've found it quite, I feel bad saying the word good, but, you know, it's, I've found the accessibility side of stuff really, really great during this time. Mm. And yeah, I love working from home. Not everyone does. See, I, ha- I hate it. I can't yeah. do it. So does my partner. Um, he He's going absolutely crazy. It's like watching a rat run around really, a cage. Yeah, really bad anxiety. And I need to annoy the people around me. I'm that kind of person. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that, that <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that I've decided to start a podcast with you at this time. So I'm the only person that you can do this to. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. <laughs> scoomy, um, scoomy. <laughs> <laughs> Schools me. Um, 
yeah, no, I hear that. But it's the organization I was working for only became adaptable to being online and doing work online when this happened. Before then, they refused to do it. Yeah, um, I've it was mostly had this exact situation before. Mostly government stuff, a lot of um, bureaucracy, a lot of older people running it. You know, they can't work Microsoft Word basically. Yeah. refuse to learn how. My workplace now is so wonderful and understanding. My manager is one of the best managers of all time and I'm very we open and transparent that. with her. I know, we love and stand. Um, but um, uh, previous yeah. workplaces have had not so great reactions to me mm-hmm. needing to work from home and that kind of stuff, outright refusing to let it happen, accusing me of faking it, um, all sorts of awful shit. You're lazy, you want to stay in bed, you yeah. want to slack You're just off. hungover is one I've had before, which, oh, you know, yeah. mate, I wish I was fucking hungover. That, would, that means that I've had a nice time the night before and you know what? I haven't. It, I've just had no yeah. sleep because of the pain. <laughs> so, yeah. fuck, I wish I was hungover. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's been some pretty horrendous things to me said career-wise over the years by previous Absolutely. workplaces. I think the the effect of this pandemic has been that working from home, you know, might become more acceptable. However, I'm, I do worry that if we're all working from home, there are issues around labor rights, surveillance, work and life seeping together too much, which are all issues that we need to kind of be vigilant about. I have Um, noticed that that with um, people that are working from home, for the first time, their work mm-hmm. life kind of thing is seeping into one another. Whereas I think yeah. because I've done so much freelance work over the years, I have, True. I've become quite good at putting up those barriers. So maybe at some point in one episode, I can do a sort of tips on working from home <laughs> situation. Mm, um, for, yeah. Cause I mean, if you're doing this for the first time, especially with chronic illness, it's, it is a steep learning curve. So, I mean, mm. I'm happy to pass on all of the knowledge that I've I've gained over the years to save you figuring it out by yourselves, for sure. Like, I don't, I don't want to work from home all the time because I don't, I can't take the social isolation. But I want the choice. Yeah, I want absolutely. the choice. Yeah, um, like having the option is so important. Mm, it takes a lot of pressure yeah. off as well when you're chronically ill. Totally. And having the option to attend a show virtually and do all Mm. these other things virtually. We just want the option. We don't want it forced upon us all the time. Absolutely. And I think that's the... We want to be able to make choices. Yeah. I think that's the main sort of thing about so much of our accessibility is that we want the option. We want the choice of being able to to go to things. So many people um, that are wheelchair users are kind of like, I don't even want to go to that fucking event, but God damn it. I would like the option to, but unfortunately you've held it in a non wheelchair accessible place. So I don't even have the option anymore. You can't even get a wheelchair into. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Mm. It is 2020 and it makes me so mad. I'm going to punch you. The one thing I like about this virus is how rude I can be to people. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Don't breathe on me. And when I'm wearing sunglasses and a mask, I can make the worst faces at people ever and they'll never know. Yeah. There was, I've caught the train less than a handful of times in this, in this period, only when I absolutely have to. And mm-hmm. I got it on the train one day to go two stops 
and a man got on the train and sat literally directly next to me, despite the fact that there was so many seats. Um, So one gross creep and two, Mm -hmm. there's a fucking pandemic happening. And I literally turned around to him and just went, can you move to a seat that's not two centimeters away from me? And the guy just like looked at me and I probably never would have said that before this. I would have just like sat there awkwardly being like, oh, gross creep. But no, I would have said it and just yeah. like let off a really rank fart. Yeah. I wish I had one building up in me. That would have been nice. Oh, if I only, you know, <laughs> I can't summon I them. I believe in you. I really got to work on making my IBS symptoms worse. Yeah, you can, you can, I believe in you. You can yeah. summon Does it. anyone have any ice cream? Because if I eat that, then I will be just fine on that front. <laughs> okay, anytime you get on a train or public transport, just make sure you eat heaps of ice cream beforehand. Yes, That's my in case I need you. to shart. Just in case I need to shit myself because a creep sat next to me. And with that, I think we're wrapping up. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again this week. Whoop, 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 whoop. Whoop, bow, 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 bow. All right. Thank you. That has been episode two of the Chronically Fully Sick podcast. Sorry for talking about sharting so much, but we're gonna. And me removing birth control at work. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. So if you don't What's like it, happen? get out. Yeah, stay home. Off. Wear Go a away. mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bye everyone. Bye. Bye bye bye.